Everywhere we go. Everywhere we go, there God is. Because we have become the temples of the living God. We are temples of the Holy Spirit. And to live in and from that reality will be the redeeming of time itself, for the days are evil. And this is what our contemplation, our focus is this morning. What does it mean to live to be redeemers of time? That we join in Christ's redemption of time. Last week, remember what the overarching truth that our Lord was trying to speak to us about. Engraft within us for the sake of the unity of the body of Christ. That message, message was this. That we were to work diligently together with the grace, with the divine energies, the power of God within us. To work with the grace of God to protect one another from the still not yet healed parts of our own soul. The brokenness and the illness of our soul needs to certainly come out. But it only needs to come out before our Lord Jesus Christ to invite his healing work into our lives. My friends, we are to work to protect one another, not to let the brokenness within us come out of our mouths and our actions, causing us to sin and wounding our brothers and sisters in Christ. And a psalm I thought about actually after the sermon last time, this is the psalm that really ought to be underneath our breath. Psalm 141. It's the psalm that the celebrant priest prays as he's sensing the altar at the offertory. The psalmist says, and this is the prayer, Set a watch, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. That means keep a guard over my lips for everything that would come out that would do harm to another. And we reminded ourselves, and, and this most important truth, that it is a precious act of love worthy of our Lord Jesus Christ. To protect one another from ourselves. Always. Today we go a bit further looking at the other side of the coin of that. Not how we should not live. But how then shall we live amongst one another and before this very world and why. The word comes to us from St. Paul in Ephesians chapter 5. Our epistle reading today. St. Paul teaches us. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. How? How redeem the time? St. Paul goes on to answer. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but rather be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. This is how we live. Let's break this down a little bit. He says we are to walk or live circumspectly. What does that word mean? It means this. It means to live in the moments of our lives with great diligence, with great concern, to live the moments of our lives in wonderful and great carefulness. Oh, but what does that mean, to live in carefulness? Think about the word, being filled with care. That we live in the moments of our lives 
being very filled with care and great care for the moments that are a gift and a blessing that are given to us each and every day to care for time, the moments in our lives. To care for time like we would care and cultivate a garden, that we would water it and see that life only grows and remove everything from the moments of our lives that are weeds that promote death and stifle out the life of God that's trying to grow within us. This is what it means to live carefully. To live circumspectly is to live with great intent the moments of our lives are lived only for and from the life that we now have in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Not living as fools, as he says, and as we talked about last week, but in the wisdom of God who wants to share his mind and his perspective with us throughout the moments of each and every day. And St. Paul says, not only live circumspectly, but live redeeming the time, for the days are evil. And I tell you, to live so caring for each moment of our lives is to live a life that is redeeming the time. But what does it mean to redeem the time? It means to make sacred use of the moments of our days. I'm going to say that again. I really hope that locks in. Redeeming the time is to make sacred use of the moments of our days and every moment of every day. Let's look at it this way. What is sacred space? What is sacred space? It is a place that is set aside by God and the people join to God's will in setting that place aside. It's a place set aside to God and to us only for His use and for nothing else. A place set aside to glorify Him. A place set aside to magnify Him. A place set aside that God might reveal Himself to us and that we might receive the revelation of who He is as we offer ourselves to Him. That is what we know as sacred space. And I want you to see redeeming the time as living in such a way that the time we are given becomes sacred time. In the very same sense I just described to you, sacred space. The way in which we live the moments of our lives are set aside to God and to God alone, that He might be glorified, that He might be magnified, that in the moments of our lives we might receive the revelation of Him because He so wants to offer it. Sacred time is the constant dance of fellowship between God's people and God who loves them so dearly. And when we live making time sacred, we are indeed redeeming the time. And as the priesthood of all believers, this is to be our lives and a great aspect of our vocational calling to redeem the time that we are in and thus take part in our Lord Jesus Christ, indeed reconciling the world and all things to himself. For remember what this same blessed St. Paul said, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, and he's given us the ministry of reconciliation. To redeem the time is to live every moment with the care-filled, purposeful intent to become the very aroma of Christ to anyone who comes in our path at any moment of any day, regardless of what we are laying our hands to in those moments, to reflect Him. My friends, I tell you this truth, and I pray you'll receive it. 
and I pray that you'll begin to see life like this, that we are either living the fleeting moments of our lives, redeeming the time, offering it back to God and making it sacred. We either living redeeming the time, or we are living our moments perpetuating the ill effects of the fall of mankind through our lives for others to receive. And there is no in-between. We are either living to consecrate time, where we and others can experience Christ in and through us, over perpetuating the illness of the soul to others, which is the result of the fall of man in any given moment of our days. This is why Blessed St. Paul has so many of these teachings like he gives in Ephesians in chapter 5 that are summed up by this truth. That we as Christians are to put off the works of the old man put to death by Christ through the cross and in our baptism. And that we are to live a life raised up in the power of the resurrection that we have absolutely been given in the new life of participating in Christ. And his divine nature. And I tell you that this life of putting to death and putting on Christ. It happens in the very real moments of time. It happens in the very real moments of our lives. At the beginning of Ephesians 5. St. Paul was teaching this. Leading up to what we heard today. He said, therefore be imitators of God, dear children. And walk in love. As Christ also has loved us. And given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet, sweat-smelling aroma. There is Christ, redeeming time and space. Offering himself to be a sweet aroma of a sacrifice to God. And because of his redemption of time and space, we have become redeemers of time and space in him. It is in Christ is saying to us through St. Paul in this blessed chapter within this letter. Don't live from the one that I have put to death and rose again to raise up. Do not be given over to sexual immorality. Do not let all this filthiness come out of your mouth. In other words, don't sow the effects of the fall into mankind around you. Because you have become light. You have been taken from darkness and transplanted and engrafted into the kingdom of light. Jesus Christ himself says in the Gospels, I am the light of the world. In the very same chapter, he says to the same disciples, you are the light of the world. And so St. Paul continues in verse 9, walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is all goodness and righteousness and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And my friends, this is how we truly redeem time. Find out what is acceptable to the Lord. Find out what he loves and love it too. Find out what he hates and despise it along with him in the moments of our lives. And let only that which he loves flow from your very being. For others to experience and for your own salvation. And how should we live toward one another in the body of Christ? St. Paul said it in our reading today. Be filled with the Spirit, not drunk with wine. Be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. 
giving thanks always to all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. But what does it mean that we should speak together, making melody in your heart, giving thanks always to God the Father in Christ? Because I will tell you, it's not just about singing an actual song of praise. It's about living a song of praise. Becoming a life that exemplifies and glorifies and magnifies God for all he does. A life in response to the immense love and mercy that we have all been given. Living a life that sings that praise out of our very being to all of creation and to all of those who would come to be near us. Ambrosiaster, a theologian who commented early in the church in the late 300s on the writings of Blessed St. Paul. He taught this about St. Paul's words. He said, if we are living well, we are always being filled with the Holy Spirit. So as to confess and extol that great gift of God. The Holy Spirit loves this way of life. This is especially expressed in songs that praise may be sung to God by every tongue. If the Spirit is dwelling within someone, then that person is always meditating on the Holy Spirit. And it's not only his lips that birth forth, burst forth, but it's his very heart that bursts forth with praise. You see, it means that the one who is redeeming the time has the attention of their soul set upon Christ in the moments of the day. It's also the one, because of that, who has experienced the greatest experience of the divine mercy of God daily in the moments of the day. And it's also that same person who's absolutely in the experiential throes of the salvation of our mighty God through Jesus Christ. And these are the ones that are overflowing with the living water that's being poured into them daily by their fellowship with Christ who is our salvation. And I say overflowing because it is spilling out for others to experience. They're gushing forth with thanksgiving and praise for what God has done and will always do in their lives. They're doing this rather than grumbling, rather than cursing or cursing one another, rather than complaining against this or that or one another. That's not what's coming out of them. That's spilling over the effects of the fall. That the person who is set in fellowship with God, where the living water flows from him. It's that picture of the scene that from the temple flowed the water and everywhere the water went. All that was dead sprang to life. Through each and individ every individual living stone. You see, we are all to live this life withholding the effects of the fall in our lives. And we are to live a life. That scatters abroad the wonder of Christ and his kingdom for all of creation to experience, including mankind around us. That is what it means to redeem the time. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.